person that has ever cut my hair if I don't actually like what they did. I actually did once. Really? When I was in like sixth grade. And I, I think I just made her feel awkward more than anything. But I was basically like, yeah, I think we cut it too short. And then I just sat there. <laughs> and she kind of just didn't know what to do. And I was like, well, I don't know what to do either. So <laughs> I'm going to go. Because I'm going to be going. <laughs> I did not look good. I think she felt bad. I don't oh, know if no. she kept the job after that. But <laughs> talk about tough well, clients. The hard thing for me, too, is that like 90% of the people that have cut my hair have been family members. Have so. you ever hated something that your family member's done? Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, I guess I've made enough jokes about it that I can say now. It's been over 20 years, so um, I did not like the bowl cut. Oh, yeah, Brie. Who would? My mom chose that one. You looked like DJ Tanner. Yeah. I yeah and that's I didn't like that one. Just like not even being mean. That's not being anything. That's just a fact. But I know that I said that. Were I you liked his it. I was stunt like, double? I was yeah. I was just standing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish no. <laughs> oh my god! I just made myself laugh so hard. <laughs> Maybe I could have been famous if I did that. Maybe that would have been my my. To get to stardom, because it sure as hell wasn't Welch's. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost, I could have been a Welch's kid. I always say I was almost, but I wasn't even close. Yeah, okay. I just was asked to go in for an, inter- er, an interview, an audition, and I cried. <laughs> for real. I was so embarrassed. I still vividly Did you remember look like DJ Tanner then? even my feelings. No. Oh, okay. I had my little bunny teeth, and I had my big old bangs, and my like oh. long like shoulder length hair. I was real cute. So you you (laughs) fucked it up. So you fumbled the bag. I did. And they asked me to come in and we both, like, we went in. Kaylee was with us. She was really mad that she was not auditioning. (laughs) But she was like, break a fucking leg, babe. (laughs) Sorry. Literally, babe. (laughs) But (laughs) I really liked the girl that, like, I was first with, like, whoever, I don't know, she was nice. And I got very attached to her very fast. So then she brought me into the room for, like, the actual audition. And literally all they asked me to do, (laughs) they asked me to pretend like I was opening up a present and react, like, how I would. And I was so embarrassed, even at the thought of pretending (laughs) to open a, a gift and, like, act surprised. I was like... This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I was like, I hate this. I don't want to do it. I don't want to. Like, I don't even like charades. (laughs) And they were asking me to, these guys I've never known, I've never met before. And they just have a camera and they're asking me to pretend to open up a gift. And I was like, no. And where's the girl that I like? She left the room. I'll tell you what I can do. (laughs) Cry. I I got overwhelmed and I cried. Nice. When in doubt. (laughs) Was not. Cry it out long at all and they were like okay go get her mom <laughs> and i left and my mom i don't know my mom might have been disappointed she was probably just like she's so shy god damn it <laughs> i'm not gonna make any money off this kid <laughs> it's really hard to love you today and i know kaylee was pissed <laughs> kaylee's like i would have fucking nailed it mom do you want to see how i open a present oh my god kaylee would have nailed it because she she's the one that was meant for that like yeah. that should have been her i'm really sorry kaylee <laughs> funny story about welch's i didn't drink uh their grape juice for a really long time because yeah. a kid once told me or i once heard somebody refer to it as ape juice what and i got concerned that we were drinking juice from apes oh like they couldn't say grapes must have been (laughs) and so i thought we were drinking stuff from apes and i was like yikes no i was like i don't want to be a part of that because i like didn't understand everything that went into it and i was like i didn't exactly how understand how we were getting the juice And I didn't know what kind of questions to be asking without having, like, my mom sit down with me. Abby from, like, age four is like, where is this sourced from? Yeah, I was just like, I was just like, so I think the best thing for me to do is not drink the juice. In conclusion. Grape juice does not come from apes. (laughs) I know that. I know that, but not because I asked questions. (laughs) 
You know, I also didn't eat. I was just a really fucking gullible kid is really what the problem was. Because I also didn't eat the white stuffing in Oreos for a long time. Really? Because somebody told me it came from lambs. What? Who are these people? Where am I getting my info? (laughs) Where are their parents? Literally, who is teaching me? This is terrible things. Well, now you see why I was so suspicious. And now I also see why you were a picky eater. I was getting wrong fucking info. False news. I was getting the fucking wrong facts from the wrong kids. And I know, I want you to know, I know exactly who told me each. (laughs) Calm out. Sophie and Alex. (laughs) What the fuck, guys? What is wrong with you? I didn't eat Oreos for a long time. Because I was really put off by the idea. What are they gaining from this? What was their plan? The truth is, I don't think they were trying to be malicious. I think they were thought... They were being funny. No, that they were telling me things, that they were teaching me something. I don't think Sophie knew. So I'm not mad, but I'm just like, I didn't eat. Disappointed. I just didn't. Girl. God. I needed to ask more questions, obviously. And before making just like life changing decisions to not eat Oreos for a year. But hello, everybody. How the hell are you? I might be a mess, but you don't have to be. Welcome home. Glad to have you here. Hi, guys. <laughs> Is there any foods you didn't eat when you were little? No. somebody told you stuff? <laughs> I feel like it's just me. I feel like I just constantly get the wrong info from the wrong people. And the wrong info becomes a core memory to me. But you guys tell I, me otherwise, please. Yeah, I was trying to think if there was anything somebody told me so it, like, stopped me from doing anything. But I don't... I ate everything and I still do. <laughs> No. I just called everything chicken. Every Maybe that's what I should have been doing. That's what I should have been doing. So I wasn't sitting at the dinner table. We were passing around dinner and I was like, what kind of chicken is this? Mom was like, it's ham. (laughs) (laughs) It's not chicken. But what kind of chicken is it? Is this chicken what I have or is this fish? (laughs) I was the original. I did it before Jessica. The original Jessica. I want you to know when I saw that as a kid too, I was pretty confused because I was like, will someone answer the fucking question? (laughs) But what is it? Oh, nobody was. I was right there with her. I was right there with her. I was right there with her. What about y'all? Yeah, let us know. I've never said y'all in my life. Sorry about that. (laughs) You can comment it on our social media. We are rent-free roommates everywhere except for Twitter where we are rent-free roomies. And you'd be a fucking fool. (laughs) <laughs> not to follow us yeah. or email us or tell your mom about us. I don't think it's too soon. Share. I don't tell think. Tell Share. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so here's the list so far. You got to tell Share. You got to tell Stanley. Oh, my God. Woody. Oh, Woody. Woody. <laughs> Matthew. Woody and Matthew. Sorry to find out you two are not related. I know I was really following that news. Um, <laughs> that's what I spent my time doing, everybody. Um Gosh, yeah. So that's the list so far. And we want you on it, too. Yeah. And all your friends, your family. Your mom. Anybody that's cool. (laughs) Anyway, in case you didn't know, I'm Abby. (laughs) I'm (laughs) Brie. And we're your rent-free roommates. (laughs) But welcome in. Glad to have you. If you are new here, now you know. Um, And we just come here to hang out, to unwind, to celebrate each other, give advice where it's needed, vent, whatever it may be. You're welcome, and nothing's off the table. <laughs> oh, and by the way, in case you don't know, and what? you do want to what? email us, what? you can email us at rentfreeroommates at gmail.com. Did everybody get that? It's so easy. Bree, spell it. You haven't <laughs> spelt it in a while. <laughs> Tell them. That is R-E-N-T-F-R-E-E-R-O-O-M-A-T-E-S at gmail.com. <laughs> Come on, guys. I feel like a radio DJ when I do that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you guys... <laughs> You kind of remind me of an auctioneer more than anything for some reason. <laughs> I got one roommates going once, going twice. Hit the follow button whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready, going once. Tell your mom, tell your dad, share. Share what share. That was pretty good. Thank you. I actually, like, I thought that was not bad. Yeah. It's the closest I'll ever get to an auctioneer. Well, so I'm going to start looking into part-time jobs for that. Yeah. Could always use more money. <laughs> <laughs> you do surprise me when you again like <laughs> even just recently you were like oh, i could get a i could get a job like a side job like during the summer at this place i'm like why do you want to go back to serving <laughs> why do you want more work i'm exhausted <laughs> 
just even watching you. Okay, this podcast <laughs> is for us to give p- other people advice, not the other way around. I feel really into act right now because I didn't write in. Um, and uh, stop it. We're, I support you. We're here for the people. I just don't want you to kill yourself. <laughs> I think we should get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> want to say this because i was thinking about you because i realized i've been doing like a greatest hits of like all my favorite meals that my mom used to make when i was younger <laughs> like subconsciously i guess because like i made stuffed peppers uh yeah i noticed Joe's. i didn't get one that was weird because i only had two oh, okay somebody used one of my three peppers <laughs> somebody let you eat one of the peppers anyway <laughs> So but I needed it for dinner. Well, and somebody <laughs> didn't want to tell me that. And somebody wasn't. Anyway, apparently it's my fault. Continue. What else are you making, Brie, that I didn't eat? I made stuffed peppers, uh, sloppy joes, didn't get and that. the chicken chow mein. Well, I probably wouldn't have eaten that, but I didn't get any for the record, everybody. <laughs> We're going over three. I don't eat anything in this house. <laughs> Yeah, no, we start. I just her. keep eating my roommate's boyfriend's ice cream. <laughs> you do, and then you repurchase it, and then you eat it, and again. then I eat it too, and then I get high, and then I eat it because <laughs> I get the munchies so bad. Uh, how many times have you done it? So I'm on. Um, let's see. <laughs> I'm on the third tub right now. I was gonna say this is the like third three. one. This is the third one. I told them when i saw it in the freezer that that was a dumb idea <laughs> like i said i mean i've been on your side the whole time i know you have i know you have i know you have <laughs> he knows that this is an ice cream household he knows it's an ice cream household <laughs> everybody knows i'm i am i get the biggest case of the munchies <laughs> the munchies i see no chance against the munchies <laughs> i'm a slave to them so he's dummy for that but anyway <laughs> it's his fault that I keep taking his stuff. Yeah. And I will die on that hill. Eat your fucking ice cream. Like, <laughs> I'm going to give you, like, two visits, tops. And if you're not handling your shit, that's crazy because <laughs> it's just, it's not realistic and I don't think it's fair and I don't think I should be put in those circumstances because I'm just a person. Let that be a lesson to anybody. Don't anybody. leave ice cream in this household unattended. You're a fucking fool. <laughs> if especially... Or put your name on it. We won't touch that, but if you don't want it to be touched, claim that shit. Claim it. Because, <laughs> like, honestly, just seeing you with it isn't enough for me. Because I don't know what that is. I don't know the story behind it. I won't assume. I need to see facts. Oh, just seeing you with it, you're going to ask for some. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very politely. If you give a mouse a cookie, <laughs> she'll want a fucking bite. Fuck. She'll want it all, actually. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's a never ending cycle with the ice cream, so I'll just get into the email. <laughs> Are my expectations too high for a casual relationship? I've been single for a long time. And it's been a long time since I've slept with someone, and I'm looking to keep things light and fun. I love my life. It's fulfilling and peaceful, and I'm not looking to disrupt that by getting emotionally involved with someone, but I'd love some intimacy. I recently started talking to a guy on Bumble, and we've both agreed we're after something casual. We have been texting for a few days, and so decided to meet on Sunday. His response was, I should be free. On the day, I messaged and asked if he was still free to meet. He responded a few hours later and said he couldn't and suggested during the week instead. I told him I was free on Thursday, and again, his response was, I should be free. Hmm. I know it's casual, but I'm already starting to get frustrated by the lack of effort to plan and to commit to a date. I told him that I would keep myself free until Wednesday. My time is important to me, and I don't want to wait around for him. I can already see myself doing all the labor, like initiating the meetups 
and likely having to organize the time and place. Should I really lower my expectations here? Am I asking for too much from what is supposed to be casual? No. <laughs> oh my god, no. Oh my that I like I couldn't wait the whole time to talk to be honest with you because first off that shit pissed me off initial reactions. I'm the same way. When were you born? What month? <laughs> I want to know that first and foremost. What's your son? I do want to know that. Can you let us know? Because <laughs> I want to talk to you after this. Anyway, first off, fuck that. Communication is key, whether or not it's casual, long-term, short-term, whatever. It, it, it's, you're an adult. You have a fucking phone. It's in our hands all the time. Just fucking talk to me. Tell me yes or no. And get, like, you're not that busy that you can't give me a definite answer. So either this or that. Like, casual doesn't mean asshole. Yeah. And that's exactly what he's being. Let me be honest with you, because I have had several casual partners where we knew it was that, but we still communicated to some degree. And like, to be honest, I've been in the same boat with you, too, where it's like, am I overreacting because of X, Y and Z? And it's like, no, because at the end of the day, though, you are a person, too. And like, if this was your friend not responding to you, you'd be pissed. So why is this any different? You know, like you're giving them your time. You're going to give them your energy. You should at least you like the person you're fucking, you should at least connect with on some form, even if it is just casual, like you should at least like them. And this is giving me that you don't like them and or like won't like them because they're not somebody that is like the type of person that you would typically gravitate towards. Like you don't need to lower your standards just because it's casual because you should like the people you're screwing. <laughs> Go off, queen. Oh, my God. I just, like, got so heated there. It literally ticked me off. Struck a chord. It really did. Because I have been in that boat, too, where it's like, am I in the right to feel this way? And it's like, yes, I know it's just casual, but, like, you still have feelings that are involved in it, too. And at the end of the day, like, you are giving somebody your body. And that's a big deal, like, whether or not you want to think that. So it's like, I'm giving you something. You you could be grateful yeah bitch i agree with everything abby has said and you like you said it you wrote it you said my time is important to me and as it should be like your time deserves to i think we were saying this in the last episode too your time should be respected and your time you know you hold your standards for your time and you set those rules and if anybody's not listening to them then like it's not a match not that you were looking for like a match for like serious dating, but even casual, like you, like Abby was just saying, like it's got to be a match to a point. First off, to answer your question, are your expectations too high for a casual relationship? No. Like you, your expectations are what they are, but that's kind of what I'm getting into is unfortunately, I, there's so many like vague labels with the dating world of today that everybody has a different definition for what that is. And that's why communication is important because you have to, you have to communicate what you actually mean by that because, and I think this is just yet another thing where most times for a guy's definition of that and a girl's definition of that is very different. It doesn't, I guess even that, like it doesn't matter if it's a guy and a girl, but just to say people's definition of casual can vary extremely differently. So that's where whatever your expectations are, let that be known. You're saying casual, what does, and maybe this is something that you have to kind of sit down with yourself and figure out too. Like literally write a list. I've heard people talk about that before. Somebody I was listening to one time, she said she was just getting back into dating and she was like in her young thirties and like she had she was like I was just getting back into it not really that excited about it she wanted casual too but she literally sat down and made a list of like she was like okay what do I mean by that what am I actually looking for so that she wasn't getting confused so that she could avoid situations like this where you're getting frustrated rightly so but is the frustration could it be resolved with communication and for communication to be clear, you also have to know what you want from whatever situation, too, whether it's casual or serious. I think that's probably a good thing for anybody to do, which I even need to do that if, <laughs> whenever I get back into dating. Like, it sounds clinical or something, but I really think it's helpful in 
the vague, annoying world that is the dating world of today and like online dating and all that stuff. Because it sounds like a guy that's just using it as a Rolodex for casual fucking. And like, if that's what you want to do, great. But like, there's miscommunication. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good point, too, is like, what do you mean by casual versus the others? And to be honest with you, like to give you advice, because I find myself at the moment leaning more towards casual partners as well, or at least looking to explore that. And that's one of the first things I kind of touch base with people as soon as I start talking to them. It, it's literally like, no, what are you looking for? Like, what is this? Da, 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 da. And I'm pretty honest. Like I have certain expectations with myself that like to Bree's point that I set in place ahead of time where it's like, if you can't offer me X, Y, and Z, or if you have like, say for instance, children, sorry, everybody. Um, but if like, like, well, it's an important thing. If, yeah, at least for me, but like, yeah, if you have like children, I'm like, you know, this can only go so far for me then. Like, that's my boundary. That's my expectation for you. So it's like, I mean, I think that I think it's worth it to know what you mean by casual and what you actually want. And then also just being really honest and communicating with that. And literally just also being honest with yourself that if that person's not meeting your version of this, like then kick them to the curb. Like there's right. like there's really nothing wrong with that, with them not meeting your expectation of that. And it's like, why are you trying to meet their expectation of casual? Because that's not yours. He obviously yeah. is on a different wavelength than you. Exactly. And you don't need to be on that then. Because if he's not meeting yours and you're not meeting his, then, like, cut it. Cut the cord, babe. This person clearly, like, it sounds like you want somebody, like, not to be a super serious partner, but it sounds like you want to at least, like, know and have some sort of, like, kind of knowledge of the partner you're with, which is fair. That's valid. And I would want that, too. And there's a lot of people out there that are also looking for that. You just need to communicate it. And also, I mean, again... While you're telling me your astrology sign, tell me what apps you use too, because maybe (laughs) I could be giving you advice on that as well. (laughs) This one's from Bumble, she did say. Okay. Oh, girl. Fuck Bumble. Yeah. I hate Bumble. Bumble. Get off Bumble right now. Bumble is a facade. Also, I will say Bumble is not a place for casual. I, I, that's how I feel at least. That's not one of the casual apps in my opinion. Casual to me is Tinder. <laughs> casual, yeah. Tinder for sure, girl. Like, but like, that's like the nasty casual. Yeah, I don't see Bumble as casual. Also, it is a facade. I do not. But also, see Hinge. It as a, Hinge is the relationship app. Well, I, 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 like, Hinge can be a relationship app, but like, Hinge also lets you put, like, as a preference, what you're looking for in a relationship. Like, open to short term, blah, 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 blah. Well, doesn't everybody? I feel like no. all the apps do that now. But uh, like the pool of people, <clears throat> not even like that's part of it. Yeah, obviously be upfront about it too. But I think the pool of people that you're going to be pulling from those apps hinges like the relationship app. I still think it can be casual too. I think you should try Hinge as well. <laughs> I do. I think maybe that's maybe why you're not finding the right kind of matches though, is if you're going on on Hinge trying to find really casual stuff. Most people on there are looking for more serious stuff. I'm, I'm not saying people aren't casual on there and aren't doing the same thing that they're doing on every other app. I'm saying like certain apps have gained certain reputations. So depending on what you're looking for, it's better to go to that because more people will be looking for the same things depending on what reputation you're looking for. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, there's there's something to like what app you're going to. But also I just don't like Bumble. Like they, it pretended like it was doing this great thing by being like it's the women's app the girls text first um so now we're giving just completely giving guys every reason to not do anything right no they should be doing some kind of work do something well that was the only area where they were ever having to do anything all you fucking do is give me a headache (laughs) so yeah just we hate bumble (laughs) don't yeah stop using that right now in fact text me when you've deleted it um try other (laughs) (laughs) Uh, is our very long way of saying that but the bigger things like what you were talking about with like do you have kids like those things are always easier yeah to come up with but think about the little things like communication too and the planning of dates do you guys do you do you want or expect to be like having 
fun, friendly conversations too. Like, do you want this to be a texting partner too, where it's just casual buddy, buddy conversations, or is it just strictly like a booty call? (laughs) Right. Like those are go in, in detail a little bit and just kind of think about what casual means to you so that you can communicate that to whoever you're talking to. Yeah. I, I think that's literally all it boils down to as well and also just understanding that just because you're not meeting somebody's version of casual doesn't mean your version of it is wrong because that's also how you're gonna find yourself in situations where you're not happy because again through my trial and error as well I have found myself like that and there have even been times where I have in my casual relationships that I've started to freak out a little bit and honestly Breeze brought me down to earth and been like well wait I thought this was this like so why is that particular thing an issue for you and I'm like oh yeah I guess you know in a normal scenario that would be an issue but because it's this I don't need to be potentially giving it this much attention as I am and I and you know that was a good thing for me to realize as well is that it's like okay yeah if it's this kind of casual I don't need them to meet that certain expectation but again that was a conversation I had to have with myself on like what my term of that was and then that helped me actually a lot with the relationship to be honest with you I can say that so Brie does Brie actually knows what the fuck she's talking about I guess guys (laughs) go figure thank you so much for that glowing review did you like that compliment did it feel good but no I, I I truly do think that after she said that I had a better conversation with myself of like what exactly did I define this casual relationship as and once I kind of had that boundary in place it became a lot easier for me you know not to overthink maybe this or maybe not to overthink hearing from this like this but it's also helped me cer- set certain boundaries too and voice yeah. when I'm angry as well yeah and to be honest I'm a little angry at the moment if you must know but that's a conversation for another day but i think you're doing great babe we love you yeah love yourself and yeah bottom line get you your, some. your expectations are not too high your expectations are what the, like i mean are they normal yeah but you just want i mean just you just don't want a literal booty call and that's what i would define that as because i think yeah. casual still surmounts to like some sort of respect where like you can be like hey like you know, you should be lucky to fuck me. First off, <laughs> yeah. like first off, maybe learn my name a little bit of like some of my interests. Like at least treat me like a, a human being. Like you would right. treat a friend like that, and that's casual. Like, right. So just treat me like a, a friend. Yeah. At the very least, I should be free is fucking disrespectful. No, fuck you. You want to fuck me? You will be free. Yeah. You will be free, or you're not free. Right. Because I'll help you. Honey, honey, if they want to, they will. Don't. I should be free me. Well, I should be swiping left now. Right. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. That made me mad. Honestly, that really strikes a chord. I don't like him. (laughs) I don't want you talking to him anymore. No, I'm not a fan either. I think you you don't need to be putting any of your time into it. Nah, fuck fuck that guy. He sounds like an idiot. But he should be single for the rest of his life. So he's going to have all the free time in the world. I don't like them. Um, <laughs> let des- us know, though, babe. You deserve somebody, even casually, that like wants to actually put solid plans in, not just like seriously. Oh, it just happened to meet up, like it just happened to be perfect timing tonight or something. Like that's just that's stupid. Off. You're yeah. not thirteen. Act like an adult. Right. You have shit to do. Learn my name. <laughs> God. So best of luck. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, don't. Just don't turn around on yourself. Don't. It, it is not, you are not being too much. You are not asking too much. These are, the bar is so fucking We're low. not, what we're not going to do is applaud a fish for swimming. Please. Exactly. Please give me respect right now. Yeah. Best uh, of luck. Thank you for letting us talk about it. We got a little heated. I'm going to take a quick fiber. I'm going to hit my pen. But we appreciate you and we believe in you and really just good luck (laughs) love you so i think i have i still haven't recovered from sunday (laughs) what'd you do sunday (laughs) i did too much work did i see you sunday yeah you asked me what i did all weekend where was i (laughs) where was i you just came home let me go back and then what 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 had you been doing you were cleaning when i came in yeah 
Yes. I. Well, that's your problem. (laughs) That's your problem. You exhausted yourself. Oh, shut up. Shush up. Shush. You were so excited to tell me about your weekend. (laughs) That I didn't hear. Goddamn thing you said. Look, all I I did was get berated by my niece. What do you mean? (laughs) It was spring cleaning time for me on Sunday. And I yeah, because you, you did the sore. living room and you did the back room. See, I fucking listen. I know what you. So Brie cleaned and I listened and I heard it all. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm embarrassed by how sore I am. <laughs> like it was, it was like I did full workouts, but all I did was I like went through all of my clothes. But that is exhausting. It is exhausting because <laughs> you always have like a fashion show too. At least I do. Like I literally try everything on. I tried some of this stuff on just to, which then also is like mentally exhausting because I'm like, cool, that doesn't fit me anymore. <laughs> None of it is fun for me. <laughs> it all sucks. So yeah, it t- really does. I would be tired too then <laughs> if that were the case. And I feel like I'm exhausted and then an insomniac on top of that. So I have got no sleep in my body. When I woke up this morning, literally felt like it was screaming at You're me. And it was a like functioning insomniac. We, <laughs> because if you didn't tell me, I would never know. I yeah I get no sleep I get like five hours is a good night for me that's wild (laughs) I would literally honest to god probably be on a rampage if I was getting five hours of sleep I'm such a whore about my sleep I need it all give me every hour give me that one that one that one (laughs) that one's mine Now everybody knows why I'm always falling asleep in the middle of the day. An absolute <laughs> slut. And now everybody knows why I'm jacked like a chipmunk. <laughs> I fucking love sleep. I do love sleep. I don't know why I keep myself from doing it. Dude, I'll always squeeze a nap in. Always. Oh, me too. I just at my desk. <laughs> There's <laughs> Unintentionally. I didn't even know I was napping. <laughs> that's, see, that's Brie, we got to work on that. I'm I know. like, you know what? It's really bad. You know I what? Hope. It's funny that I live with you that I literally just wanted to be like, talk to me after this. Like, what the fuck else are you going to do? But literally, come, come see me two I doors hope. down after this. Because I got some good sleep remedies, girl. But we should talk about this story first okay <laughs> i'm gonna get her good guys don't worry she's gonna sleep how should i reply to my friend who regularly replies to me late oh no this I did spoiler this alert spoiler alert this is my email i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i literally don't leave free alone if free could be on quiet mode and i'll still hit notify notify anyways because i feel like i am always the exception <laughs> In my world, babe, you are. (laughs) So I have a friend who I'd consider a pretty close friend. We studied in university together for four years in a different city outside of our hometowns. We're both from different cities. She's from Melbourne. I'm from Sydney. And we both studied in Canberra. We both moved back to Melbourne and Sydney after we graduated from university. And a few months ago, she actually moved to Sydney for a new job she got. Back when she was living in Melbourne, she would reply late to every message of mine. At least, oh, at least two weeks late every time. Okay. And I would accept it because I thought with her being kind of far away, it wouldn't have made much of a difference whether she replied sooner, since it's not like we could have met up until we were ever in the same city at the same time. However... Now, not only is she living in the same city as me, she actually lives very close to me. She's only a 15-minute drive from me, and I thought our friendship would strengthen when she moved here, and that we would go out often because we both have a few interests in common that I thought we'd be able to share. But it just hasn't been happening, and I'm a bit disappointed. Due to a few years of being out of Sydney, I've lost a lot of my old friends from school because it's just been too long and everyone's moved on with their lives and has new friends. To be honest, I only really have two proper friends that I can rely on to go out with from time to time, one of them being her and one of them being an ex-colleague. The ex-work colleague is quite a lot younger than me and she's actually in her last year of high school, so she's been busy with that, which is fully understandable. I still have a good friendship with her, though, and we talk whenever she's free, which is good. I've started some new classes recently, belly dancing, yoga, Pilates, etc., 
But it's hard to make close friends in those classes because most people just leave right after those classes end and there's no time to speak to anyone during the class. So everyone else in my life is just an acquaintance. The Melbourne friend is my only other good, reliable friend. But recently, her two-week late replies have been making me feel a bit hopeless. I just feel like she's trying to make it clear to me that I'm not that important to her and that I'm just a last option friend. It's like she's trying to show me that even though she's new to Sydney, she's already got other friends here that she would rather see before me. I understand she's busy with her full-time job, but most people our age are busy with work. But I'm pretty sure there are some people you reply to more regularly to maintain friendships, and clearly, I'm not someone she cares about maintaining regularly with. Should I just accept that our friendship is meant to be more occasional friendship, or should I be trying to get us to become closer? She finally replied two weeks late to my last message saying, Hey girl, sorry for being so shit at replying. Do you want to meet up sometime soon if you're free? It feels like it's been ages. How do you think I should reply? I was thinking to say something like, Hey, no worries. Hope you're all good. And yeah, it's been a while because we haven't spoken in ages. But yeah, we should defs meet up when you're free. I, (laughs) my turn to be triggered. (laughs) I, when I first saw like the very beginning of this, I was like, oh my God, who wrote this about me? (laughs) I was really worried until I saw the two weeks. I'm not that, that bad. I am not a good texter (laughs) and I know that's not an excuse and I know that it's annoying to the people around me, but try and maybe ask because it it should be a conversation there should be a conversation had about this because it is affecting you and it doesn't feel great and you should voice that you know if it's a good friendship you guys should be able to talk about that and I think it's something that should be a conversation between the two of you my only ask as somebody who is a really bad texter It comes from a place of not always having the space mentally to respond. Um, And you, you mentioned like, you know, she's busy with work and things of that nature. And sometimes if she's somebody like me who, yeah, I don't know if she has depression or ADHD or any multiple other things that sometimes does make communication just really hard in the moment. I love texting that you can have access to anybody that you have their number at any given moment, but sometimes it's also really almost debilitating and like claustrophobic in a way. And sometimes I just don't, even with my own sisters who I will go to the end of the earth for them, but sometimes depending on whatever the text is talking about and where I am mentally, I just don't have the space to reply right away. Two weeks, that's a bit much. That is that is a very long time. But that's why I'm just asking, if you have this conversation with your friend, definitely speak your piece and voice your feelings because that is important. But maybe just keep a little bit in mind some sensitivity to the possibility that it might be something mentally. Like just there might there might just be something going on with her that makes it really hard to reply right away and maybe then she forgets because that's also me too I think there's friends that I don't get to talk to quite as often sometimes I open a text I reply to it in my head and then I forget that I opened it and since there's no more notification it will go a long time without me responding which is not good and that's something I need to work on and that's what your friend also needs to work on but That's where I'm just going to (laughs) say kind of my side or the tiny bit that I can maybe see your friend's side of things is it might be a forgetful thing. Don't take it personally right away, I think is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) And I think you are saying that. (laughs) Okay. Let me validate you there. And I think you are saying that. (laughs) My kind of perception of this was a bit interesting throughout it. Somebody told me once that... As they got older in life, they kind of started to 
take a little bit more responsibility for their feelings and realize that like not everybody is going to know exactly how you're feeling or why you might be mad at them or why you might be acting a certain way because of something they did that triggered you and that's not their responsibility and I kind of started to feel that way a little bit through this. I'm not saying you're wrong for the way that you're feeling but there was a point where you kind of started to it did sound like kind of take it a bit personal where it's like as if like she's using her life as like to throw it in your face and mm. that is something that I'm like you know I, I don't think that's the case and I think that's something that like you're giving them a little bit more credit for what they have and it sounds like there's something a little bit potentially like missing in your life which you kind of alluded to towards the end of it when you were talking about how you didn't have as many reliable friends and it's like is this person really a reliable friend or did you just deem them as that because of history mm. because it, it kind of sounds like their actions are more of a casual friend and because you've put them in this category of course you're going to be upset because they're not meeting your expectations and that's not to say that they aren't like a good friend but I think like the current relationship status is giving more like casual in my mind and that's the kind of responsibility you should be putting towards it but it's also I think two weeks is a long time for communication and that's what should be addressed yeah you want to have a thoughtful conversation with this person about wanting to essentially spend more time with them and have them in your life more Mm -hmm. and And I think responding with the way you currently feel, which sounds a little bit like sour and angry still, is not the way to get the outcome you're hoping for. Yeah. In my eyes. I think responding to things when we're angry really... It doesn't tend to be productive. It's not productive and I don't think it paints a clear picture because there's all this clouded vision too. And I think you should just like take a deep breath as well. It can be so lonely, too, especially as, like, you start to lose people when people go through different life changes as well. I know I've been through it myself where I feel like, you know, a lot of my friends are getting married or having kids and I'm not doing that or, like, in these relationships and I'm not there with that. And it does feel lonely at times, but that's nobody else's kind of responsibility but my own to, like, make certain changes that make me feel fulfilled and happy. Yeah. Well, first off, I... It, loneliness is one of the hardest things to sit in and it's one of the easiest things for intrusive thoughts it to is, find yes, their way in for to fester and that's yeah. exactly and what that's i was what trying that is. yes thank you brie yeah thank you i think you took exactly what i was trying to say of like that like at one point it became like your intrusive thoughts of like, like her throwing her life in your face and i don't think that's the case at all yeah and i think that's what's making you seem so angry is that like i don't think anything is potentially out of malice or intentional mm-hmm. or trying to hurt you yeah. and i think those are internal feelings that like this person's not necessarily responsible for producing so like that's something that needs to be dealt with internally yeah that's and but i don't think that should be projected towards them yeah what i think needs to happen is a healthy conversation about like potentially what you would like to see out of the friendship and hopefully like you know Mm-hmm. see each other more frequently do something maybe a class together like yeah. I don't know but like you, something that works for you where you feel like it's actually you're getting something out of the relationship but I don't think this person is trying to be hurtful yeah I agree and also good for you for putting yourself out there uh, and yeah, doing all too. of these activities one that's awesome like the belly dancing class and all that stuff that's, that's so, so fun so cool that's so fun and Maybe it'll just take more, like, are are these classes in sessions or, like, seasons? So will there maybe more, like, new people coming in at some point? I think just kind of stick with it. Do it while you're enjoying it. You know, keep it, if if it becomes something that you're not enjoying anymore, then don't do it anymore. But as long as you're getting some enjoyment out of it, definitely keep it up. Because I do still think that it's a good situation to put yourself in that you will it could eventually find some friendships from that. Because that's the other thing about loneliness is that it really just, it just kind of magnifies every feeling that you're feeling because you have so much time to think about it that you overthink and that those intrusive, like we said, those intrusive thoughts can come in. So definitely keep going with it because that's such a, that's such a healthy way to 
like to deal with situations like this and to try to make new friends. And I think in your response to start a good conversation, maybe in your response to her, because I, I also agree, even me being the late, is she also a late person? Because that's me too. I have a (laughs) friend that's like that too. Like it's truly so frustrating. (laughs) Are you talking about me? (laughs) I told you I wrote in about this. I told you it was about you. I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) But continue, right? I'm kidding. No. (laughs) I think maybe the response might be better and might set up for a better, one better situation and hopefully lead into a good conversation about it too. Respond almost everything that you said. If that's really how you feel, you said, hey, no worries. Hope you're all good. Keep out the thing. Yeah, it's been a while because we haven't spoken in ages. I know that's how you're feeling. Yeah. And that feeling should be expressed. Maybe not in that way. In person, not in though. this response. Yeah. And instead of, but yeah, we should defs meet up whenever you're free. Set a date. Yeah. That's Accountability. Exactly what I was Accountability. Accountability. Put out some dates that work for you so that she can pick from that. And because now you're kind of leading by example and showing like this is the kind of communication I would prefer. Yes. And it's also not leaving things so up in the air. And mm-hmm. so yep. just kind of wish you No, yeah, exactly. I couldn't have said it better, any better myself there yet because you're giving them accountability. And then if they're not meeting that expectation, then that's a separate conversation to have where I feel like, hey, no, like. I'm trying to see you. You're dodging me. Like, what's going on here? Then I think it's more valid to call them out. But, yeah. like, if they're showing up with the specified dates, I think you can then have a conversation of, like, you know, you know, how are things? You know, I was hoping we would, you know, have caught up a little bit sooner, X, Y, yeah. and Z. Like, you know, express yourself in a healthy way. Because this is a friendship, too. You want this person in your life. And I think there's obviously a miscommunication happening here, too. So I think when you are feeling upset like that, too, like, why are you feeling upset? The root is here is that it's loneliness. And so I think that needs to be tackled as well. And my advice for that is I'm a part of a couple like Facebook groups for my neighborhood that I live in. And honestly, those girls are great. They're always trying to meet up for brunch. They're always trying to do something, concerts, and they have all these subgroups too. So I highly recommend something like that as well. I've done a couple leagues with soccer, and I've honestly found that a lot of that through Facebook. As shitty as Facebook can be, like politics and old people, uh, usually good for groups. So I'll say that about them. So (laughs) my recommendation is to try that. I wonder if TikTok has anything as well. If you like search for your area, like meeting or something. Mm -hmm. I I swear, I I look, I just search shit on TikTok and usually somebody's making something for me. (laughs) Same with Reddit. Usually there's forums for that too. Email me. I'm going to talk to you. I've got a lot of people to email. (laughs) Here's your homework. Another thing I'll say (laughs) on the other side, uh, as the late person and the bad texter, there is a good possibility, too, that this is that she's fully aware of the lack of communication because you're probably not the only person that she communicates this way with. And it's there's a good possibility. Yeah, there's a good possibility that she's feeling very guilty for that in all of those relationships that she's not a good texter in because that's I know that's how I am and I overwhelm myself then about and I just like I I'm constantly guilting myself for not being a better texter and I've always it's really actually a pet peeve of my own for myself that I've always kind of hated that I am the friend who you don't see frequently and even though but that's true though but sometimes that's true sometimes people are just not texting friends yeah and even though that's the case all of those friendships that I have and I've had even had friends who I only see you know unfortunately like once or twice a year that have even told me they're like no you are that friend for me where we don't see each other for like a year but as soon as we were together it is like no time has passed and I'm glad that they at least feel that way but that still like it just bugs me but to know it doesn't bug them makes me feel a little bit better I'm like okay well I love like I love you with my whole heart and I want to see you more I'm just so fucking bad at setting plans and of being that person I get very caught up in I'm very selfish but you're good at showing up for the plans though is what I'm saying too like you you. (laughs) you show up 
when you have plans, your accountability for that is good. And so I think people are different in that regard and mm-hmm. life changes too. Like, again, that's where I'm saying is like, you know, they're not, ex- you know, they're not a mind reader. They're not knowing how you're feeling. So that's why I think like this would be a good conversation to have in person too. And I think texting too, especially with the, how you are feeling, it can be so easy to like misinterpret too, especially with your current state. So I think this is a way better conversation where you'll get like nonverbal cues and like facial things. And like to Bree's point too, is like, if she's doing this with you, she's got to be talking to other people. Like, cause it's like, that's kind of how I am too. I'm Mm. a notorious late responder as well. And it's so not intentional. Like I am always thinking about the people I love. I really am. I truly, truly am. Like I was thinking about my friends today that I haven't spoken to in a while. And I'm like, God, I miss them and I love them. It's been so long. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, it's just, I get how it's annoying and that's on us and we need to be better, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the love isn't there Yeah, and that they aren't thinking about you. And I think if you have that conversation in person, you'll probably feel a lot better. And in the meantime, I would just suggest that, you know, the intrusive thoughts can be bad, but when you're writing them down, a good tactic that I have, whether you write it down or say it to yourself, I always just kind of ask myself, like, why am I thinking that? Who told me that? Who said that? What's making me believe that? If it starts with a what if, it's an intrusive Mm -hmm. thought just like first and foremost and usually I'm able to talk myself down after that because I'm like no yeah like nobody actually said this to me and it's like yeah I haven't heard from them but like did I reach back out again like did Mm -hmm. I set a date did I do this and it's like you know not everything should fall on a person but like if you do want something you should maybe like push for it a little bit more and then eventually you will get some sort of answer but like once you kind of put in the the amount of effort you're willing to give, I think as well. Yeah, which is kind of a good segue into one of the other things I wanted to say too, that don't hold yourself back from communication with friends that you feel like it's, there's like so, there's no rules to it. Like even though you feel like you've lost touch with friends from school and things of that nature, reach out. If you want, if you miss them, and you want to talk to them, reach out to them because it could, they could end up being that friend much like me um, of you only see them, you know, so many times a year, but it's so great when you guys get back together and they might be thinking about you too, but just don't, that is like one of my biggest things I think I learned in adulthood is just these silly rules that we can put on ourselves and, or these, these things that we hold back like interactions or reaching out or talking to people if people that you love and care about life is short don't like keep yourself away from any of that kind of communication or any chance at interactions and just you know the friendship that you have with people if you miss them you miss them for a reason so reach back out and reconnect and it you might have a great time and if you don't hear anything from them it's more of the same of just remember, like, it's not personal. I promise you it's not personal. It's, we're all trying to fucking figure out adulthood and it's hard and keeping in touch. We go from high school where we are so intertwined with each other's lives to college where you make new friendships and they get very much like those high school relationships where it is very much intertwined and you are attached at the hip to adulthood and the real world where it is hard to keep up with everything. Right. And sometimes <laughs> it's just like you're lucky you even got through your day. Yeah. Yeah. Like with just like without screaming at the top of your lungs. I mean, I know I, like sometimes it seems like responding to a text is a literal fucking another like task on my to do list. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but as a fellow late responder, I can't speak for anybody, but tell me if you feel this way too, Brie, but Mm -hmm. if I'm responding to you two weeks later, that's a hard pill for me to swallow too, because I already feel like an asshole, but it's like, I do want to talk to you. Yeah, I feel like a fucking asshole. But like, so I'm swallowing my pride here and being like, hi, Yeah. me, Yeah. Um, I know I'm a fucking dick, but like, how are you, baby? I love you. Like... 
would love to see you that kind mm-hmm. of thing like it's a very timid tale between your legs that's at least how i go about it where yeah. i'm like yeah i'm a fucking i'm so sorry embarrassed and right but like the fact that i'm reaching out is kind of like me being like i want to keep this please alive. talk to me still yeah i'm sorry <laughs> And because, like, if I didn't want to talk to you, like, because two weeks is a little bit of, like, yo, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And a reach out here is, like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm so sorry. Will you still talk to me? <laughs> and I know that we're both, because we both <laughs> very strongly relate to the late responder friend, it is not too you know diminish, diminish what Whoa, you're feeling yes no we're not trying to diminish that this might not be something they're aware of but once they have that you know as a friend they should take that into consideration and be more mindful of what you need to right. and if not then that's not a friend girl and get in those facebook chats <laughs> yeah that's that's why we want it to be a conversation because you deserve to speak your piece you deserve to voice your feelings and because it's real you're feeling some sort of way from the way that they're interacting with you and that should be known and if you know they do you know if it's somebody like me they're gonna feel terrible but it's because they love you so much we and still they need don't to want hear the truth yeah and yeah you're, nothing's ever going to change if we don't know that it's an issue so you have to bring it up to us and beat us over the head with it <laughs> like i need to know and keep me accountable you know but i i do you know me as a friend in in that situation like i do i want to see you more i am just i'm so disorganized i'm so bad at just making plans and things like that so it should be a conversation and it it takes stock then of that conversation after it happens and see you know, kind of gauge the yeah. response that you got from it. If it does seem like they're pulling away, then that isn't worth your time. You, you do deserve to have the respect of your time. Like we were saying to the other writer, like you deserve, your time deserves to be respected. And, and you, you know, so take stock of that conversation after it happens and see how it's going because you do, you, you know, set the tone or set the, kind of standards for what you want in a friendship and hopefully that'll be reciprocated so yeah it's a it's a little bit of both speak your piece and also make sure that it is a a relationship worth keeping around but all of the other things we said (laughs) was just to give you an idea of what the other side of it might be so that hopefully you don't take it so personally because I promise you I really do not think that she's doing this maliciously or, you know, in a, in a petty way or in a way to make, to intentionally make you feel bad. What she's doing is making you feel bad. That is true. But I don't think it's intentional. Doesn't make it right. But that's what the conversation's for. Exactly. Boom. I know it's, it's really tough in situations like that. I know it's not going to be an easy conversation. I hope that you guys do get together and have some fun first. And then when you kind of feel things don't come in like guns a blazing, like I need to, I have a bone to pick with you <laughs> and, you know, maybe ease into the, to the conversation a little bit, have it go off your judgment, have it when it feels right. Maybe even kind of prepare the points that you want to make in it so that you know that you're addressing the things that are really kind of eaten away at you and you don't kind of lose sight of it within the conversation. But I do hope that you guys get together and I hope that things continue because even living two blocks away from somebody, sometimes you barely see them in a city. It's it's easier to happen than not (laughs) like I literally we lived right across the street from a friend of mine from from school who I didn't see frequently and I didn't even run run into him at the store next door to our apartment like it's insane life in a city is very strange (laughs) you would think it would be one way and it, it isn't always but also you really are doing great with all the extra stuff you're doing all the classes and the effort that you're putting into trying to find more friendships and connections and things like that. So definitely keep that up. And the feelings you're feeling are understandable. It's just a, the hard part of <laughs> being an adult is figuring out how to work your way around some of those feelings. It sucks, but we're here for you and we wish you the best of luck. We believe in you and we really hope everything turns out for the best with us. Um, and if you want to update us, 
email us. <laughs> Please let us know how this goes. Yeah. I am very curious, to be honest with you. I hope it goes well. I'm sending all the positive vibes your way. And I hope you know that, you know, at the very least, we love you. Yeah. We hope that <laughs> things go well for you. And you're important and your feelings are valid. Absolutely. to anybody else listening, if you want to talk about anything with us, whether it be friendships, hookups, (laughs) life advice, career advice. I mean, we can do it all. Like, our specialty (laughs) is literally in everything. Um, So just hit us up. There hasn't been anything we don't have an opinion on yet. (laughs) Yeah, if you can stump us, that'll be the real challenge. If you can fucking stump us, then we'll quit today. No, I'm just kidding. But the thing is, is you won't. And I take, I retract that statement. Email us at renfreeroommates at gmail.com. And if you don't have any zingers or if your life's fucking perfect, good for you. Then you're going to have to follow us. Yeah. Thank you so much to both of our writers. We really appreciate you and appreciate that you trusted us with these subjects. So we hope we helped a little bit. That's all we want to do. But don't be a stranger. Keep in touch. We love you guys, and we will see you next time. Mwah. Bye.